The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Kedushin daf Samach Beis, and we are about 20 lines from the bottom of daf Samach Aleph on the base. So the Mishnah and daf Samach Aleph, every daf is another sugya, another Mishnah. And the Mishnah on daf Samach Aleph on Aleph discussed the halachos of Tanoim, specifically a machloikis Rameyer and Rebchanina ben Gamliel, whether when somebody does something, a transaction of some sort, alatnai, does he have to make a tnai kafel, or does the tnai not have to be tnai kafel? And Meir says that the one tnai that we find in the Torah is the tnai of Negad of Meiruven. As we spoke about yesterday at length, when the Yidim were entering Eretz Yisrael, so the Negad of Meiruven approached. Moshe, and they requested from Moshe that they be allowed to settle Be'evar Yardin, they not enter Eretz Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu ultimately acquiesced to their request, but he did it on the condition. The Tanai was that if they're going to lead the way into Eretz Yisrael, and they're going to fight the fight, then, after the Yidin already settled the land, they'll be able to go back to Eretz Yardin, and they'll be able to remain in Eretz Yardin. However, if they're not going to lead the way into Eretz Yisrael, and they're not going to assist the Yidin in fighting off the Malachim, the kings that they were going to have to fight, in that case, they would not be allowed to remain in Ever Hayardin. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Bnei Gladu, Bnei Ruven, Ever Hayardin, Allah tonight. The tonight was that they would have to lead the way fighting. But a mayor was medayik from what Moshe Rabbeinu told the Bnei Gladu, Bnei Ruven, was that Moshe Rabbeinu made it very, very clear what the two stodim of this transaction was. If they fight, they will get Ever Hayardin. The Savru, if they're not going to fight, the Eretz they're not going to get Eretz Evrayardin. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu had to speak out both sides of this stipulation, and that is a limud, the Deiris, that any time any person is going to want to make a Tanai, whatever the context of the Tanai is going to be, it's only going to be a Tanai if it's going to be a Tanai golf. Rabchanin ben Gamliel said in the Mishnah, no, I disagree. You can't bring your right from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke up both, stalled him at the transaction that the only time a Tanai is a Tanai is if you're koifol the Tanai. You can't learn out anything from that because Moshe Rabbeinu had to make a Tanai golf. It would have been unclear what the other side of the condition would be. As a result, you can't learn any halacha from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke at a Tanai kafel and the is that a Tanai, in fact, does not have to be a Tanai Kafel. We mentioned yesterday, Rashi speaks out, that although the Gemara only mentions the Halacha of Tanai Kafel, that that's what's learned out from the Bnei Gadu Bnei Ruvain, there are really other Halachas learned out as well. Yesterday we mentioned the Lashon Rambam in Hilchas Ishus Perikvah, where the Rambam says that HaMekadesh Ala Tanai, whether it's Kedushin or whether it's something else, Tzorech Liyais Betanai Arba Advarim. It has to be under the condition of four things. Meaning there's four criteria that need to be met in order for a tonight to be a legitimate tonight. The Rambam and Halacha Beis explains what these four things are. Number one, the Rambam says, Number two, You have to first speak out what will be if you're Mekayim the tonight, and only afterwards speak out what's going to be if you're not Mekayim the tonight. So first you speak out the condition. You have to lead the way in war, and then afterwards the Maisa, the transaction that's taking effect, which is, 
is you, Bnei God, Bnei Ruvain, will be able to keep. You'll be entitled to Ivar Yardin. And finally, it has to be a Tanai, something that you're able to be Mekayim. All four of these halachas are learned out from the Tanai, Bnei God, Bnei Ruvain. There's a Shail in the Rishonim, Rabbi Chanina Megamlil, that argues in the Mishnah. And he says that a Tanai does not have to be Tanai Kafal. Is he only arguing on Tanai Kafal? Or is he arguing on all the Mishpatei Atnoim that are learned out from the Bnei God, Bnei Ruvain? Rashi speaks out in the Furish and the Mishnah that Rabbi Chanina Megamlil was only arguing on the halach of Tanai Kafal. And really, it's a little mashba that way. Because what was Rabbi Chanin Gamliel's taina in the Mishnah? His taina was that don't bring me a raya from the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was careful to tonight, that you have to be careful to tonight. He did it because it was necessary for him to do it. Meaning, he has a basis why not to learn Tanai Kafal. But he never expressed the basis why not to learn the halach of Hein Kaidim Lolav or Tanai Kaidim Lamaisa. So it's for that reason, says Rashi, Rabbi Chanin Gamliel is only arguing on the halach of Tanai Kafal. He's not arguing on the other halach. Toysvis and other Rishonim in the Sugi argue. Either way, an important machloek is Rishonim in what exactly Shittas Rabbi Chanin Ben Gamliel is. So this Ramam that we just spoke at is in Hilchas Ishus Perik Vav. And Hilchas Ishus Perik Vav in the Ramam is a very important address. It's a very important maramakim when you're learning the Sugis of Tanam. We'll just speak out two other Ramams not go into the Lamdis. We'll leave that for the Lamdin. But just to hear the Lashonah Rambam so we can feel a little bit like we're tasting a little Tayyam Nechaim Zoch. Number one, the Rambam here in Hilchas Yitzhah's Perek Vav Alachu Yodalet. Yesh Miktsas Go'inim Achreinim Sha'amur. There's certain Go'inim that were of the opinion She'ein Adam Tzarech Lichpol Tanai Elo Begitim Bekidushin Bovad. That the only time there's Alach of Tanai Kofel is if you're doing a Get, you're giving a get, or you're being Makadish and Isha, and you do it all tonight, then there's a loch of tonight kafal. Let's say it's a regular, mundane, monetary transaction. Says the Rambam, you don't need a tonight kafal. But the Rambam says, you shouldn't pass in this way. It's clearly not right. Why? And the Rambam says, where do we know the four Mishpatei Atanaim? We learned them out from Bnei God of Bnei Ruven. What kind of tonight was that? That was Dine Mominus. You see clearly that the halachas of Mishpatei Atanam apply to Dine Mominus just like they apply to Gittav Gedushin. And then the Rambam concludes because the Ravid right away says, I've already told you in another place what the beer is in those mitzvahs go'inim, achroinim that the Rambam so readily dismisses. If you look in the Magad Mishnah, there's a long Magad Mishnah here. It's a big arichos, what exactly the beer is and that shit is a go'inim. But an interesting machloikis rishoinim, which at first glance seems a little bizarre, like the Rambam argues. But it is a machloikis rishoinim. The Rambam calls it already a machloikis ha'go'inim. Whether the Mishpatei Atnaim apply only to Gitim Vikidushin, you find it here in the Mishnah Masechet's Kedushin. Is it unique somehow to Gitim Vikidushin? What about Dine Mominus? Would it apply to Dine Mominus as well? At first glance, it's learned out from Dine Mominus. How could it not apply to Dine Mominus? That's the Rambam's Kasha. But clearly, there were Ga'oinim that were of a different opinion. Another important Rambam here in Perigvav Hilchasishos is Halacha Yudzain. The Rambam there is talking about somebody who makes a Tanai. But he stipulates that after the Tanai is Niskayan, he wants the Maisa to be Chal retroactive to when he did the Maisa. For example, he said, Me'achshav, or he said, Me'hayoyim. He said, Almanas, that's Rebbe Shita, Kala, Oimer Almanas, Koimer Me'achshav, some of the difficult Gemaras that we learned earlier in the week. So the Rambam says, Ochidesh, Vechala Oimer Almanas, Koimer Me'achshav, anybody that says the words Almanas in his Tanai, 
It's as if he said Meachshov, the Enoit Sorich, Lichpoil Hatnai, the Loyla Hakdimoy Lemaiso. Says the Rambam, the Halochis, the Mishpate Hatnaim are only if you make something. Alatnai, where the chalois is going to go into effect at the time that the tnai is this guy in, but not retroactive to the time that you actually did the ma'isa. But if you added language into your nusach that would suggest that the chalois will go into effect retroactively, the, the halachis, the mishpete atnoim are not going to apply. What would be the beer in that? So that's something that's clearly sarch beer. There's a little bit more rate to talk about. We'll see how the daf goes. Maybe we'll have some time a little bit later. But either way, for now, what we have is a machlekes, Ramey, Reb Chanida ben Gamliel. Yeah, tonight kafel, or no tonight kafel, and really it boiled down to getting into the nitty-gritty of that parish of Bnei God of Bnei Ruven. Had Moish Rebbeinu not made it clear to the Bnei God of Bnei Ruven that if you're not going to lead the way into Eretz Yisrael, then you're not going to get Evra Yarden. What would they have thought they would have gotten? And it was big. Stun that, that we backed into a machlekes whether every tonight has to be tonight kafel or doesn't have to be tonight kafel. One interesting and important yisoy that we need in order to segue into today's Gemara, and that is it's Mavur in Sugi Zashas, that although Rameir said his halacha of tonight kafel and Hilchas Tanoim, it's not really exclusive to Hilchas Tanoim. Meaning, at first glance, it sounds like a halacha in the Shulchan Aruch of tonight. How do you make a tonight? So, you have to make it kafel, it's a sif katan in Hilchas It's mavur throughout Shas, specifically in the Dharm Daf Yeralev, that it's much more than that. And the Yisoyed of Rameyer Shita is, the Rameyer is of the opinion that we do not say, Michlal lav ato hen, or Michlal hen ato lav. Meaning, it's a shayla in Mashmoy Saloshin. If I say that if I'm going to do something, that XYZ is going to happen. Can I imply from there that if I don't do it, XYZ is not going to happen? So because Rameir holds in Hilchas Tanoim that you need Tanai Kafal, the Gemara infers from there that Rameir was of the opinion that throughout the Torah, whether it be Hilchas Tanoim or in the Sugi of Nadarim, Hilchas Nadarim, you do not say, and it's for that reason you need to clarify what your position is. Because if you wouldn't clarify your position, we would not know. In other words, as they would say in Yeshiva, it's not just a very dry without any beer, but there's, there's a, a beer behind it. There is a pshat. The pshat is Rameir holds, you do not say, and as a result, it manifests itself in the Chassanah. But it's clearly something that would have implications on other areas of Allah as well. And on that note, we've been the, the Gemara is going to go from here and bring another five or six examples in the Torah where the Torah either did speak out the other side or didn't speak out the other side, which would be a raya, either that you don't say Michalav Atashemehen or do say Michalav Atashemehen, which would be a kasha either on Rameyer or Rabchanim and Gamliel, respectively. Either way, Bishlam and the Rameyer, I understand in the parasha of Eliezer Eved Avram, who goes to Lavan and Besuel. He has a shlichus from his master, Avram Avinu. He has to find a wife for Yitzchak. So Hashem makes Eliezer, Ebed Avram, swear and tell him that I want you to go to my family to find a wife for Yitzchak, and you shouldn't go to the Bnei Canaan. However, he tells him that if you go to my family, you couldn't find a wife, then you can go to the Bnei Canaan and try to find a wife. If you don't go to my family and you go to the Bnei Canaan, then you're going to be bound by my shvur. So Avram speaks out both tzadim when he talks to Eliezer, and when Eliezer repeats the shvur that he made and the condition of the shvur, which is don't take a daughter from the Bnei Canaan in the event 
that you don't go to my family, he speaks out both Sodom as well. So the Gemara wants to know why do you have to speak out both Sodom? So Bishlam, the mayor, according to Rameh Hainu, I understand why he had to speak out both Sodom. He had to say, Why do you have to speak out both sides of it? So the Gemara says, Itzrich, because there was one piece that wouldn't have been clear had Avram Avinu not spoken out both sides. So I mean, I would have thought, What would happen if he went to family? She, the girl, wants to come along, but the, her parents are not interested in doing the shidduch. The mechatonim don't want. So I would have thought maybe Maisi Bal Karchayu that based on the shvua, Eliezer would have to try to find a way to force the mechatonim into it. Kamash Malon, that's why he clarified it by saying, That's the hisafa that we need from this pasik. If the mechatonim aren't going to agree, you don't have to force the mechatonim to agree to the Shidduch. The Pasik also said that Eliezer was told why do we need that? The reverse. What would be if the Mechatanim are agreeable and she's not? Maybe he'd be bound by the Shvot to somehow force her into a Kamash Malan. Meaning we just needed some extra words here to make it clear that Eliezer doesn't have to force her, doesn't have to force the Mechatanim. He has to try to make it work Best effort, if he could do it, great, and if he can't do it, on to the Bnei's Canaan, Oz Tinoke Me Olasi. Bishlam, the Rabbi says, the Gemara Hainu I understand. It says in the Toichacha, Parshish Bechukosai, in Bechukosai Teilecho, which of course Rashi says, Shetiu Amevam Batayra, Vim Bechukosai, and then it says to Mosul, Zim Bechukosai Teilecho, Santi Gishmechem Beitam, you're going to get all the bracha. Vim Bechukosai Temosul, if you're going to be disgusted by the Chukosai Hashem, then you have the whole Toichacha. So I understand why you have to speak out both Sodom, because I would know one without the other. You don't say Michalav at the Just because the Mechukosai Telechu and the Sati Geshmechem Beitan doesn't mean that in Mechukosai Telmasu you're going to get Klala. Elo, the Rabbi Chanin Ben Gamli, Olamali. So the Mara says, What do you mean? It's true. This is easy. So I mean, I would have thought in Mechukosai Telechu Bracha. In Mechukosai Telmasu, Loi Bracha, Loi Klala. Who said you're going to get Klala? All you can infer, right, this is logic 101, is that. In Bechukaisai Telechu Bracha, meaning if you're not Bechukaisai Telechu, let's say you're Bechukaisai Temasu, you're not going to get Bracha. You're not going to get Klala. Kamashmolan, Klala. Bishlam, Lord of Meir, Hainu Dixiv. And this is a Pasik in Yeshaya, in the infamous Yeshaya Perakalif of Chazon Yeshaya fame. So Yeshaya tells the Yidin, in Toivu Ushmaten, if you're going to listen, Tuva Aretz Techelu, you can eat from the best of the land. And then he continued, the Im Timoanu, if you're not going to Listen to Hashem. Umirisem, you'll be bad. Cherev tooklu, you're not going to eat from the tuva aretz. You're going to eat swords. Kipi Hashem viber. So again, why do you have to speak out both sides? So Bishlam the Rameir Hainu Dixivim Toivu Shmat Dem Vitamano Merisem El Rukhinin Mangamli Olamli. Why do you have to speak out both sides of it? If you're going to eat good by doing good, then naturally you're going to eat bad by doing bad. So the Gemara says natural. It's so good. I mean, I would have thought Im Toivu Toivu. If you're going to eat good. It'll be good. The intimano. But if you're going to refuse the word of Hashem, who said bad's going to happen? Who said it's going to be churban based on mikdash? The navi of chazayin yishayo. The navu of chazayin yishayo. Maybe loytoiva v'loybracha. Hamash Malon. He made it clear that there's no gray area. It's black or white. Either you're eating mituva aretz or you're eating swords. What does that mean, you're eating swords? What it means is, big grains of salt, hard barley bread, and 
onions. The Amar Mar pass porni chareva, it's a certain type of bread, bimelech with salt, ubit salim, and onions, this menu, koshim leguf kicharava. So it's not literally you're eating swords, but you're eating something that's harmful to you. Kicharavos says the Gemara Vait Bishlam the Rav Chaim and Gamliel Hainu the Chesim in the parish of Soita so the Soita drinks the May Soita and the Koyin is Mashbiyaher gives her an ultimatum what's the ultimatum if you are nucky then it's going to be wonderful if not it's not going to be wonderful but over here the Torah actually doesn't speak of the other side the Koyin just tells her Im if you're innocent there was no Aver there was no Znos. And you didn't do an Avera, Hinaki. Everything is going to be fine. But the Kain never spoke out what will happen if, in fact, she was not clean. So now the Kasha is on Rameir, meaning, I understand the third didn't have to speak out both sides. Because if everything will be okay, if she's Noki, implied from there is everything will not be okay if she's not Noki. Shouldn't the Gemara have, or the Torah have spoken out the other side? The coin should make it very clear to the woman. How is she supposed to know otherwise? Says the Gemara, Really, the coin did speak out the other side. I, it's not Mefurish anywhere in the Torah. It's not Mefurish, but it's Marumas in the Torah. Because the word Hinoki, which means clean, is written Chaser Yud. Really, it should be written Hey Yud, Nun Kof Yud. But it's missing a Yud between the Hey and the Nun. And the reason it's missing is because a Hey and a Ches, sometimes, right, Cha and Ha, they sometimes, uh, <laughs> people that can't say Cha, confuse it. But you find it in Chazal as well. So Hinoki is... Chinaki, Chenek is Miloshan, Misa, choked to death. So it is Merum is the other side. It's not Mefurish, but it is Merum. Bishlam, the Rameh, Rahim, the Dixif, Hinaki. So now the Gemara flips it. So if Hinaki is a Rameh, for Chinaki, then it's a Raya to Rameh, because otherwise, what do you need the Rameh for, according to Rameh, Rahim, 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 no, it's not Muchach, because I would think that if she's fine, she'll be off the hook, she'll be Hinaki, she'll literally be absolved from the accusation, but if she's guilty, she won't be absolved from the accusation, but she maybe also won't die. certainly, yeah. Another, right? So what's the context over there? The context is Parshas Chukas. So we're all familiar with these Psukim in the beginning of Parshas Chukas, and we're probably also familiar with the fact that it repeats itself a little bit. This Gemara now is going to analyze why it has to repeat itself so much. So we're talking about the Paraduma, someone that's either a Tomei Mace, or you have a Kaili that's Tomei Mace. So they took the Paraduma with the Maim Chaim and the ashes, and they mix it all together, and they spritz it. When do they spritz it? So the Torah says that you're supposed to take these ashes, who on the third and the seventh day, of this Tahira process, the Torah makes it very clear that if you're not going to do it, it's not going to be okay. So the Gemara asks again the obvious question. You have to speak out both. Why do I need both? Says the Gemara. Because I did not say it both ways. I would have thought that it's only the Katchila that you have to do the Hazab. 
mean, but let's say you didn't do it b'shlishi or b'shvi. You did it either b'shlishi or b'shvi. Maybe it's okay. Kamash malon that it's ma'akiv. Im yischata by b'yei mashlishi u'b'yei mashvi yitar v'im lo yischata by b'yei mashlishi u'b'yei mashvi. Then it's going to be lo yitar. But if you continue along in that parsha a few psukim later. The Pasik continues, and the Pasik says, Vihiza Hatar Alatome Bayoima Shlishi Ubayoima Shvi, Vihitoi Bayoima Shvi, the Hibis Pagoda Varakas Mamai Vitavar Bar. Meaning the Torah again says that Azar has to be Bayoima Shlishi Ubayoima Shvi, and it says again, Vihitoi Bayoima Shvi. So it says the Gemara, Vihiza Hatar Alatome Bayoima Shlishi Ubayoima Shvi, Lomali. Why the Torah have to say it again? And this has nothing to do with the Machloikis, Rabmei, Rabkhin, and Gamlil. This is a general question that everybody needs to explain, and that is why does the Torah have to repeat that? So the Gemara says it's the Rechzok. I would have thought Shishi Lamute Sheni Shvi Lamute Shishi. That when it says Shlishi Yushvi is Leikuva, maybe that just means you can't do it before Shlishi Yushvi. I mean, you can't do it Sheni Veshishi. There's a certain amount of time that needs to pass before you're allowed to start doing this Tahira. The Kama might be made Tahira. You minimize the amount of days that you need to be Tahar before you actually do the Hazah. But let's say you push it back a day to come off Tyra, where there's going to be more time between when you technically became Tahar or when you began, you commenced the Tyra process and the Azah. Maybe that's going to be okay. Then no, it has to be Shlishi Yushvi. It can't be Shani Vashishi. It also can't be Revi Vishvi. Vechita Biemashvi. Lomali, those last words. Again, it said, So we just explained that. They tell me, And then it says, What's that all about? Why do I need that? So the Gemara says, To teach me a, a random halacha, I would have thought, That this that we just said, You need the hazav, And it has to be dafka on those days. And it's not just the mitzvah, it's likuva. Maybe that's only if this Tommy Mace now wants to eat kachim. But if only wants to eat truma, which is not as kodesh as kachim, it's less kodesh. So maybe you have to be less medaktik in the entire process. Kamash Malon, that it has to be done with the same TikTok exhale. So before we go weiter, just a little bit more raid regarding the Bnei God Ubnei Ruven. So we'll speak out a Medrash and a classic Meshachachma, working backwards, starting with the Meshachachma. So the Pasik in that parasha with the Bnei God Ubnei Ruven, they come to Moshe Rabbeinu with their request. So the Pasik says as follows, Vayanu Bnei God Ubnei Ruven leimar, Eisa el avodecha, Whatever Hashem tells you, we're agreeable to. Meaning, we're just requesting. This is our ask. You don't necessarily have to do it. And if you come back and you tell us that you're not agreeable, that's fine. Then we'll go into Eretz Yisrael. We'll yarshin the land just like everybody else is going to yarshin the land. It's what we want. But ultimately, whatever Hashem tells you, what's this nusach of why do they have to emphasize to Moshe Rabbeinu that whatever Hashem tells you, and he emphasizes the question by contrasting it with the Lashon Apostle of previous Pesukim. When they come to Moshe originally, they tell Moshe, Kasher Adoni Diber, Kasher Adoni Mitzavah. There's no mention of Hashem. The understanding is that Moshe Rabbeinu is a shliach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So obviously we all know that. Here the Torah emphasizes it. It's a chlorodiac in the Pesukim. Kasher Adoni Diber, Kasher Adoni Mitzavah. Here in Pesuk, Laman Aleph, Ayanu Bnei Godu Bnei Ruvein Leymar, Es Asher Diber Hashem Alavadecha Kein Nasa. Says Rameh Simcha, I'm going to tell you the Pshat. It's based on a She'iltis. There's a She'iltis that's quoted by the Rishonim. It's quoted by the London. And that is another phenomenal Chiddush. We spoke out the two Rambabs in Perak Vav and Hilchaz Rishos. 
Number one, there's a mixas ha'goinim that we're of the opinion that the mishpatei ha'tanoim are only relevant if the ma'isa that you're doing is gitim v'kedushin. But if it's not gitim v'kedushin, despite the fact that we learned it from Negad of Ruven, which was not gitim v'kedushin, ultimately l'halach, it's only negeya if it's gitim v'kedushin. We also spoke at a chiddush of the Rambam in the end of Parag Vav, where the Rambam says that the only time mishpatei ha'tanoim are relevant is if the ma'isa is going to go into effect when the t'nai is neskayim, but not lemafre. But if it's happening lemafre, like you said, meachshav meayoyim or kolayim ramonas, which is kolayim meachshav dami, the mice is going to be chal retroactive to when you did it. In such a case, you don't need mishpatayat. But there's another gevaldi gechidish, and that is the sheulta says that the only time you need to conform to mishpatayat noim is if you yourself, the bala ma'isa, is the one that's doing the ma'isa. But if Reuven appoints a shliach shimit to do something on his behalf. Be Mekadosh Anisha for me. That shliach is now Mekadosh Alatanai. He doesn't have to conform to Mishpatei Atanayim. Even if it's not Oiska Haltin with Mishpatei Atanayim, still the halachi is that Tanai is going to be a good Tanai. A gewaldig echidish that a lot of ink was poured over by the Rishonim and certainly by the London to understand what's the beer, what's the difference if the Mishaleach is the one that's making the Tanai or if it's a shliach that's making the Tanai. Somehow, if the mice is being done al yudei shliach. The haloch is a mishpatei atanam bypass. Zokra meir simcha, the bnei god of bnei ruven sat down with Moshe and they're working out the details of the deal. And Moshe Rabbeinu explains to them very, very carefully how this is going to go down. And how did it go down with a tanai? With mishpatei atanoi. Mishpatei atanoi. Moshe Rabbeinu is a shliach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem is the one that's being manchol the aret. It's not Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe is the agent. He's the one that's authorized to oversee this process. But ultimately, Moshe Rabbeinu was a shliach. So the Bnei God of Bnei Ruven were bothered that if Moshe Rabbeinu was a shliach, why is Moshe conforming with Mishpatei Atanoim? The Teretz is, Esashe Dibra Hashem al Moshe Rabbeinu was garnished kind shliach. Because we know that Nevoas Moshe was different than Nevoas Kalanavim. Moshe was shechina medaberes mitoich groinoi. And when you spoke to, spoke to Moshe, you were having a conversation, Kaviyochel with HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. And that was something that they realize now. Because when they saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was conforming to Mishpatei Atanayim, I the Sheiltis, you don't need Mishpatei Atanayim if you're a Shliach. Zay say Meris, you're not a Shliach. Oh, you're not a Shliach. Shchinim and Abaris mitoich groinoi. Vayanu bnei God, bnei Ruven leimor. Esa shediber Hashem alavodecho. Okay, nasa classic Meshachachma. But just before we go away from Nedjish Rabbi Bamidbar, sorry. Before we go away from the sugya of Bnei God. Ubnei Ruvain is a beautiful medrash in Parshas Matis. There's actually not a lot of medrash rabba in Parshas Matis, but a really nice medrash that summarizes the, puts a little ribbon on the story of Bnei God of Bnei Ruvain. So the story of the Bnei God of Bnei Ruvain begins with Umikne Rav, Hoyul of Bnei God of Bnei Ruvain. They had a lot of mikna, they had a lot of cattle, and they realized that the land, Me'ever Yardin, was more fertile. It was more suited for their financial needs. So they wanted to stay in Meivar Yard, and they're not interested in crossing over in Territ Yisrael. Yesterday we spoke out from the Rebbe Rabbinim, who said, based on a Rashi and Parshish V'zayis HaBrocha, they had a festive Kenyan in their Rav and their Rebbe. They knew Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't going to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. As a result, they wanted to remain in Evra Yardin to be together with the Rebbe Moshe. But that's not the Pashib Shad. The Pashib Shad is and they did it for financial reasons. Now, to fast forward to the end of the story. The end of the story of Nebdodomir Ruven is actually a sad story. When the Eden ultimately went into Golis during Bayes Rishon, Chazal say that the first Shvatim to go into Golis were Shevet Ruven and Shevet God. They were exposed. They were on the wrong side of the Yardin. And as a result, the enemy attacked them before they got 
to the rest of Eretz Yisrael. And Chazal somehow linked it to the fact that they wanted a Yarshin Nachala Mivayhola Barishayna Vacharisa Leitavayrach. It's a Pasuk in Mishle that they jumped in to Yerusha Sa'aretz and ultimately Vacharisa Leitavayrach. They ended up not seeing Baracha from what they got. Says the Majesh. Umikna Rav Hoyul Negadav Nebuven. Halacha. Sholish Matanus Nivabayulam. Because Baracha created three types of gifts. In Oilam Azeh. Zocha ba'achas mehem. If somebody zocha to one of these gifts, noch talchem das kol oilam. With that comes all the glory of the world. Zocha b'chachma, zocha b'koyl. Zocha b'gvura, zocha b'koyl. Zocha b'oisher, zocha b'koyl. Says the Medrash, one caveat, a little asterisk here. Eimosai b'zman she'im matni shamayim, uboiz b'koyich ha'tayra. You know when that's true? You know when chachma and gvura and oisher are matanois, it's chemda so'ivam, that if you have one of them, you have everything, you have it made in the shade. That's if you get it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's bekoyach ha'toyra. And the Medrash quotes two psukim. The second is a well-known pasuk. That's all when it's not matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If it's matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then you, to the contrary, it's wonderful. It's chemdas kol ha'olam, says the Medrash. Shonu Rabbi Seinu, shnei chachamim amdu ba'olam. There were two chachamim that lived on planet Earth. Echad mi Yisrael, ve'echad mi Yerbdi kechavim. Achitoifu mi Yisrael, u'bila mi umes ha'olam. Shneim never been ha'olam. They both had chachma, but they didn't have any bracha from the chachma. Ve'chein shnei gibayrim amdu ba'olam. Echad mi Yisrael, ve'echad mi umes ha'olam. Shimshin mi Yisrael, Vigoyas me umay sa'olam. Vishneim nevdem in oilam. Vichin shnei ashirim amdu ba'olam. Do two gvirim. Echad mi Yisrael ve'echad mi umay sa'olam. Koyrach mi Yisrael ve'homon me umay sa'olam. Ushneim nevdem in oilam. Lama, why? Shalai hoya matnasam min ha'kadosh baruchu. Because although they had these matanas, it wasn't a gift from ha'kadosh baruchu. Elochait vin oisam. They grabbed it, they somehow chapped it by themselves. Shimshon chapped his gvura, Haman and Korach chapped their ashiros, Achitoifel and Bilam chapped their chachma. It wasn't Matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and because it wasn't Matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, ultimately they were Nevdim in Oilam. V'chein ata moitze, he says, the medrash b'bnei gadu v'nei ruvein. Shahoyu ashirim, v'hoyu lehem mikne gadu. That's how the parasha begins. O mikne rav, hoyu lehem gadu v'nei ruvein. V'chibavu es mamayna. But they liked their money too. V'yoshvu lehem chutz m'eretz Yisrael. And they were willing to settle outside of Eretz Yisrael for financial reasons. L'fichach galu t'chilam mechal ha'shvatim. That's why they were the first shvatim to go into Golish and Emar. V'yaglim l'ruveni v'lagadi v'lachatzi shevet menasha. U'mi garam lehem. You know what caused it? Al she'efrishu atzvam menachem b'shvul kinyonam. Because ultimately they settled on the wrong side of the Yardin, because of money, for personal needs, they were the proverbial chaper of their ashiras. They didn't follow the steps. They didn't say, whatever I'm supposed to get, I'll get. And if the land is a little less fertile in Eretz Yisrael, no, Hashem will give us a chanetza. Ultimately, I'll return on my cattle investment, whatever I'm supposed to return. No, they wanted to make it better. And they were willing to do things that maybe weren't Oiskalten, like being Pairishman at Sibur, like settling outside of Eretz Yisrael. And it's for that reason, ultimately, they didn't see bracha. So they had a Shiros, but it wasn't Matnas Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why wasn't it Matnas Kaddish Baruch Hu? Because they were Chait Venoisa. So it's possible, says the Medrash, for a person to accumulate a lot of wealth and a lot of Baruch in this world, but if you don't follow the steps and you don't do it in the way that you're really supposed to do it, at the 
the end, at the end of the day, it's not the real bracha. And you find people that had accumulated tremendous ashiras, they had tremendous chachma, they had tremendous gvura, and they had horrible downfalls. It says the medrash, it's only because they were chait They didn't do it properly. But had they done it properly, had it been matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then to the contrary, they would have never lost it. I think an obvious sushtel to this medrash is a posik in Mishle, birchas Hashem ta'asher v'lo yosef etzavimah. Pasuk says, Shleimah Melech said that if a person gets bracha, it brings ashirus, you have nothing to worry about. It's not going to be Moisev The obvious question is, if Hashem's bracha brings ashirus, why does the Pasuk have to say, v'layosev etzavimah? The gra in his Pirish HaMishle says, because Marber Nechosim, Marber Over here it's not Marber Nechosim, Marber But I once thought that maybe the pshat is, if a person gets bracha, becomes very wealthy, and then he loses it. So not only did he go back to where he was before, he's much worse off. Now he's a yoyrit. Now he's an ani ben toivim. And Hilchah Stokas, they machsoyrit, changes. It's worse to have money and lose it than to have, never have money at all. Birchas Hashem. If a person gets bracha from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he doesn't lose it. The reason Koyrach and Haman lost their Ashiras is because it wasn't Matnas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But when it's Birchas Hashem, when you get it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like we say in Birchas Kayanim, Yivarechacha Hashem, it's V'yishmerecha. There's a Havtacha of Shmir, like Rashi says in Parashas Nasoy. You're always going to have it. You're never going to lose it. It's never going to be Goyim Atzvos. You don't have to be worried that maybe this bracha, as wonderful as it is today, maybe at some point in the future, it's going to bring to bad things. Either way, a very valuable lesson that we can all learn from the Bnei Gadu Bnei Ruven. Zok the Mishnevaita. So we go from Hilchus, Tenoyim, Tenai Kofel, the four Mishpetei HaTenoyim, like the Rambam speaks out in the beginning of Perek Vav Hilchus Ishos, to two Festus This Mishnah is two Sugyas. The first is the sugi of Dvarim Shabalev. The second is the sugi of Eino Demak Nedova Shaloi Balayla. It's about a month and a half in Yeshiva. Either way, Zok the Mishnah. Mekadesh Eso Isha. If someone's Mekadesh in Isha, but Amen, he says, Kesover so after they get married, he says he came home and he found out my wife, she's not a Baskoyan. And had I know she's not a Baskoyan, I would have never gone through with the Shidduch. She's not a Bas Levi. Levia, or she was a Levia, or he thought he was marrying a Levia. And it turned out she was a Kayhenes. Either way, he got married based on certain assumptions, and it turned out that his assumptions weren't what he thought they were. And now he goes to the Rav, and he says, I want to annul my Shidduch, because I had Das to marry an Aniyah, or an Ashira, or a Kehenes, or a Leviyah. So the Allah is, I raise a Mekudash, says, And this is very much behemshach to the previous Mishnahis that we've been learning. There's a concept of being Mekadash Allah tonight. But you have to stipulate the tonight. You have to utter the tonight. If you were thinking the tonight, it's what we know as Dvarim Shebelev and Dvarim Shebelev in and Dvarim. Just to clarify, Dvarim Shebelev in and Dvarim does not mean we don't believe him. We believe him. Oh, absolutely. I trust you 100%. Had you known she's an Aniyah, I believe you. Maybe you wouldn't have done the Shidduch. Had you known she's a Leviya, you wouldn't have done the Shidduch. That's not the point. The point is, you did the Maisa, and in order for the Maisa to be a no, you would have had to make a tonight. In order to make a tonight, you have to speak to tonight. I in my heart. That's Dvarim Shabalev. Dvarim Shabalev. That's halacha number one in this mission. Second halacha. A nine Jew goes over to a Jewish woman and he proposes to her. 
But he does more than that. He says, I understand I'm not Jewish. I'm going to have to go through a conversion process. I want to do the Maisei Kedushin now. The Kedushin will go into effect. After I'm a guy. Or she was the one that was a non-Jew. Meaning we had learned the first Mishnah in the Barak. You could do a Maisei Kedushin now and stipulate that you don't want it to be Chal now. You want it to be Chal first in 30 days. That's essentially what he's doing. I'm doing the Maisei Kedushin now. I don't want it to be Chal now. The problem is the Maisei Kedushin that you did was with someone that you can't be either you can't get married or she can't get married if one of the two parties either the husband or wife were who also can't get married or someone goes over to Neshesish and he is Mekadesher but he understands the Kedushan can't be called now. But after your husband dies, we'll be married. Or he goes over to his sister-in-law, who he's allowed to marry if his wife dies. And he says, After your sister, meaning his wife dies, I want you to be married to me. Or someone goes over to his Yavam, who can't get married, until she gets Chalitza. And he says, I want the Kedushan to be called. In all these cases is, And the reason is because right now, this person cannot get married, and as a result, you can't do even a Misa Kedushin with someone that's not about Kedushin, and this is related, we'll see more about this tomorrow, to the sugi of Eino Demakna Dovar, Shaloi Baloi because to the extent that right now this Kedushin cannot be Chal, it's not just that we're stipulating it shouldn't be Chal. Let's wait 30 days. It can't be Chal right now. We assume that there's a lack of Gemiras Das from the standpoint of the two parties, a transaction without Das is Nishkain transaction, as a result, this Kedushin will not be If somebody goes over this friend and he says, So his friend's wife is expecting a child. And he says, If you give birth to a daughter, I raise her I want to marry her. The halacha is, And again, tomorrow, if we have time, we'll get into marrying, uh, getting married in such a case. And what about if you want to marry well, when would the marriage be chal? Would it be chal after the baby's born? Or could it even be chal while the mother's a mu'baris? There's a famous Rambam, Machlikis Rambam Raivin, and there's a whole piece from Rabbi Chaim and Sefer on Kedushe Uber with a lot of festal on this. Tanah, going to the Mishnah, So the halacha is that if somebody's being from his field, so the halacha is that you can't take tfua that tolosh, that was already cut, and be mafresh from there on behalf of tfuah that's attached to the ground. And the reason is because the only time tfuah is chayef in chumasu maestris midday raisa is if it's tolish. If it's mechuber, that it's not chayef in chumasu maestris midday raisa. So you can't be mafresh from something that's chayef in chumasu midday raisa on behalf of something that's not chayef in chumasu midday raisa. Thus, the halacha ain't tarmim and atolish ala mechuber. Then tarmim ain't chumasu chumasu. By me, Rav Asim, Rav Yechonon, I'm a peres arugazu tlushim. You chuma al peres arugazu mechubarim. What if somebody is mafresh chuma and atolish ala mechuber, or peres arugazu mechubarim? You chuma al peres arugazu tlushim. Or in the reverse, he's mafresh from mechuber ala chuma. Now the mission says he can't do it, but he added one word. He said likeshayit l'shu. Meaning he understands it can't happen right now. I can't. I'll be mafish when I tolish ala tolish, but I'm doing the maisa for Shastruma while it was still mechuber. Could I do the maisa when it's mechuber? As long as I say it should be chal when it's tolish, at that point it'll be menatolish ala tolish, or maybe I can't even do that. Amalei told him kol shebiyade lafke mechusam maisadami. This is okay, and the reason this is okay, it's not ainah the makta davish loy It doesn't fall into our mishnah. Is because although right now 
We're mechuser ma'isa. Right now, the mechuber is not chayiv and chumas ma'isus midei raisa. But I myself can make it chayiv and chumas ma'isus midei raisa. All I have to do is cut the grain, and it'll be chayiv and chumas ma'isus midei raisa. It's biyadi to do it. Being that it's biyadi to do it, it's not kimechuser ma'isa. It doesn't fall into the halacha of eno de makne dava shaloi baloyim. Freik the gemara esevayoy meli ishariyem kudeshes laachashes gaer laachashetis gaeri laachashet ishtachre laachashet ishtachre laachashyomas baylech laachashyomas achoyis. The Mishnah that we just learned. I understand almost every case in the Mishnah is not biyodoy. Thus, it's a classic. There's one thing here that I believe is biyodoy. It's not biyodoy for me to be Magyar. If someone's a non Jew, he's really the only person that has a vote as to whether or not. He wants to become a yid. So why is it not biyodai? And still the Mishnah says, it's considered like a dova shaloi baloilam. It's a kash and Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan said, if someone says, peris arugazu tlushim yu chumal peris arugazu mechubar, likisha yitlushu, it's okay. Kuz kol she biyodai, lav kemachosam ayisadami. Why is that different than la'achashez gair? Sok te gemara, om Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan himself to explain, you know why? Because gair tzorach shloisha, the reason, om Rabbi Yechanan, om Rabbi Yechanan, gair tzorach shloisha, you can't, it's not just biyodai for you to be magair. There is someone else that has a vote. There's a Bezdin. You have to convene a Bezdin. The Bezdin has to get together, and they have to be okay with your Geras. Thus, it's not Biyode. My time, why does Geras need Shloisha? Mishpat Ksiv Beikidin. Because the Torah uses the word Mishpat Echad Yilochem Kager Ka Ezrach It says the word Mishpat. Mishpat always means Din. Din requires at the minimum three. Thus, you need a, a minimal Shir Bezdin in order to have a Geras. Says the Gemara. And therefore, Miyemar the Mazdakli Hanatlas. Who said you're going to get three people to agree? Maskar, if somebody gives a pruta to shifcha, and he says, I read, I mean, the Mishnah was talking about somebody went over to a random shifcha and said, after you're free. So that, I understand, is not biyodah. It makes sense why that would be treated like a lobo loyal. But what if somebody goes over to his own shifcha? It's biyodah for him to be meshachar his shifcha. So it should come out based on what we just learned. So in that case, the kedushin should be chal. Is that true? That's an important halacha. We never heard that halacha. Is that what comes out from Rabbi Yechon and said? Someone says, no. That's worse. Going from a shifcha to not a shifcha isn't just something that's mechus ha And it's not clear what the punchline of the Gemara's Teretz is. Ba'aritu Rashi's Lashen. Hilkach in mechus ha gadol mizeh. Mechus that's okay, as long as it's biyadai. Mechus ha gadol kazeh? Even if it's biyadei, that doesn't end for that. That's still going to be a problem. And being that over here, it's not just mechus ha You don't just have to cut the tvua. You have to go from being a behema, zirmasusim zirmasam, to a odom, to a person. That changes the echos of how we treat the maisa, which we are mechuser. Rabbi Yechonen said that if you're mechus ha makes it okay. But mechus ha-maisa gadol does not make it okay. The Elohadam Rabbi Yishiyah, Rabbi Yishiyah said, I know it's a prutalishta, if somebody gives a pruta to his wife, Omer and he tells her, Hareya mikudash asli, la'achar she'agar she'ich, I want you to marry me after I divorce you. So they're married. 
and he's marrying her. Now, you can't marry a woman that you're already married to, but based on some of these sugis that we're learning now, it actually could make a little bit of sense. So he tells her that I have a mind to divorce you, but I'm going to want to remarry you. In fact, I'm doing the Maisa Kedushin now before the actual Kedushin. So the Allah is, ain't a Mikudashas. Okay, now I'm the Rabbi Yechanan, the Kedushin, so the Gemara's Kasha is, according to Rabbi Yechanan, she should be Mikudashas. Why? Because it's biyadoi for him to be megarisher. Pre-chem to Rabbeinu Gershon, only the man had a vote as to whether or not he had a he wanted to divorce his wife. You're allowed to divorce your wife, balkarcha. So it's something that's biyadoi. Being that it's biyadoi, it's not because of ma'isa. Why should this kedusha not work? Everybody she said the kedusha is not chal. So the Gemara says because he to biyadoi legarisha, biyadoi lekatcha. It's not biyadoi for him to be mekadasher. Meaning the gerishim part that is biyadoi, but the entire transaction is not biyadoi because not biyadoi. For him to be Mekadisher after he divorces her, because at that point he would need her consent. He doesn't need her consent to give her a get, but he needs her consent in order for him to be able to marry her again. In contrast to the case of Truma, where it's all biyadi, it's biyadi to cut the grain, to make it chayv and Truma's midayraisa, it's also biyadi to be mafresh the Truma. Here it's not all biyadi, it's for that reason Rabbi Yechon's halacha wouldn't apply. Says the Gemara, Tivshay to buy Rabbi Yechon. Okay, so based on everything that we just said, let's be pushed at something else Rabbi Yechon wants cut. Somebody goes over to a woman and he gives her two prutas. Now, really, all you need is one pruta. So he doesn't give her one diamond ring. He gives her two. With one, he says, I want you to marry me now. Then he says, I'm giving you a second ring because... I may divorce you, and I want you. I want to remarry you after I divorce you. And he's doing the ma'aseh kedushin now. So I'm not sure how that was received, but either way, that's what he did. So Rabbi wasn't sure what the halacha is in that case. Is the second ma'aseh kedushin a ma'aseh kedushin or not? Based on what we just said, it shouldn't be a kedushin because even though it will be biyade for him to be megarisher, but it's not biyade for him to do the second kedushin because after he divorces her, she's going to have to agree. So it's not biyade. It's loy baloyim. It should be no different than all the cases in our mishnah. So what was Rabbi Yishei Shaila? Based on what we just said, what was Rabbi Yishei's clear? Says the Gemara, Dilma kihechi the tafsi kedushin hashda tafsi nami lachakin. The Gemara says an interesting svara that the reason Rabbi Oishia wasn't entirely sure that it doesn't work, it was Rabbi Oishia felt that why would it not be biyade for him to be mekadisher after he's megarisher, because she'll have to agree to be married to him at that point. Right now she is agreeing to marry him, and when she agrees to marry him, she's agreeing to be married to him forever. Even though her consent to be married to him forever is per the first Maisek Kedushin, but essentially I have a consent from her to always be married to him. So therefore, if I need in Lumbus to somehow say that it's biyade for him to marry her again in 10 years, despite the fact that I need her consent, I could look at the consent that she gave me in the first Maisa Kedushin, and somehow apply it towards the second Maisa Kedushin, exactly what the oimik of that svar is, we leave for the lamdim. Tanya Kavasi the Rabbi Yechon. says the Gemara of Raisa that supports Rabbi Yechon and Tzchidosh, that even though Eino the Makna Dovah Shaloi Bala it's only when it's not biyodoi, but if it's biyodoi, then Mechusar Maisa doesn't bother me. Ain't tarmin then atolosh ala mechuber, vim taram, ain't truma, say truma. Okay, it's adama peris arugazu tlushin, you truma, al peris arugazu mechuberes, peris arugazu mechuberes, you truma, al peris arugazu tlushin, loyom 
Aval or But if he says mafurish, then I don't want it to be chal now. I understand now I can't do it. Because I'm being mafresh, something that's only chai chumas and nices midrabanan on behalf of something that's chai and chumas and nices midairaisa. But if he says mafurish, I want it to be chal lekishayitlishu, then itlishu, and then it became chai and chumas and nices midairaisa, dvarov kayomin, then it's going to be chal, which was Rabbi Yechonan's alacha. Lekishayitlishu shouldn't work. Isn't that our Mishnah? The Territ says our Mishnah is discussing cases where it's not beyadi. Over here it's Yes, Rocky, number of Lezben Yaakov says the Gemara of Lezben Yaakov took what Rabbi Yechanan, or what this Brysa said, and took it a step further. Afilu, I'm a Paris at Rugazu Tlushin, you Truma, I'll Paris at Rugazu Muchuberes, or Paris at Rugazu Muchuberes, you Truma, I'll Paris at Rugazu Tlushin. And what did Rabbi Lezben Yaakov add? What's the yes, Rocky? Likishiyavil Tlushlish, meaning at the time that he said it, not only were the Paris not Tlushin, not Chayyim Truma's Umaisu's Midday Raisa, they hadn't even grown the shear yet that they have to grow in order to be chayef in Trumas or Maisos at all. Meaning, it's not just mechusser Maisa, it's not just mechusser Atlisha. But over here, it didn't even grow enough. In that case, if he says Mefurish, then I understand I can't make this chalos now. It's not chayef in Trumas. But I want to do the Maisa for Russia now, and it should be chalakishi yaviu shlish, veyviu shlish, vinitlishu, the is dvarov kayamim. And this is a much bigger chiddish than what the Tanakam of the Brysa said. Why? Tanakam of the Brysa was just saying Rabbi Yechonan's halacha. Rabbi Yechonan's halacha is that even though ain't other makt and dovish but if it's mechusser Maisa that's biyadi to do, it's not considered even if it's a real it's not now it didn't grow a shlish yet I don't have truma in the world now that's chayv and truma I don't have tfu in the world now that's chayv and truma still I could do the maisa hafrasha that's a much bigger Kiddush. It's such a big Kiddush that the Gemara is going to say that from this Rebbe Yezbin Yaakov, you see that he must have been of the opinion, Adam So although our Stam Mishnah holds, the Gemara later is going to give us a list of Tanon, of Gedoliah Tanon, who were of the opinion, and one of the Tanon mentioned in that list is Rebbe Yezbin Yaakov. It's this Shita's Rebbe Yezbin Yaakov writer, because there's no other way to make sense of this Shita unless you say he disagrees with the premise of the entire sugya, he holds other machne davar shaloi baloi. Zok to Gemara, a machlekes amayroyim. How to understand Shitas Rebbelezer ben Yaakov? Amar Rabba, lo yomar Rebbelezer ben Yaakov v'lebeshachts. Rebbelezer ben Yaakov, who said that you could be mafresh truma on the half of tfuah that didn't even grow this year, he only said it if it at least grew a little bit. It grew enough that it's shachas, it's roy at least lemaichel behema. So a human being won't eat tfuah till it grows a certain shear. But behemoths are a little less particular when it comes to what's for dinner. So if it grew at least a shear that a behemoth could eat it, then even though it didn't grow the shlish, it's not chayv and chumas and maizas midday raisa, it's loy ba'loilam, it'll be okay. But it has to be a little bit ba'loilam. Meaning, it's posher, but Lezman Yaakov holds adam makna dovash loy ba'loilam. But Rabbi said, it has to at least be a little bit ba'loilam. How little bit? It's roy for something. Shachs. Avo ba'agam. But if it grew so little, that even a behemoth wouldn't eat it? Why? Then Rabbi Lezim and Yaakov would agree that it wouldn't work. Rabbi Yosef Omar, afilu ba'agam, even if it grew a agam. My mashman, hai agam, listen to Butzlonahu. Agam, the Gemara assumes, means it grew enough that you could bend it a little bit. What's the precedence for agam? Meaning that, um, Rabbi Yezer, the Makra, it's a posik in Sefer Yeshaya, halakuf ka'agmoin roish. 
There's a price that said as follows. Someone goes over to his friend and says, So his friend's wife is expecting. He goes over to his friend and says, If your wife gives birth to an Akeva, I want to marry her. So the halach is like, I'm her club. Why? Because in this context, in other Mekadesh, you can marry a woman that's not said that said it's only true had she not been pregnant but if she in fact was expecting then it would work says the Gemara command who must be the Tana of this Brisa who holds so even though the the girl the Kala is not because she's a fetus right now, it doesn't matter. However, the Gemara says as follows, if the halacha is like Rabba, that Rebbe Lezben Yaakov only said is halacha, where it's a shtickle ba'olam, so in the context of Truma, the Tfu would have had to grow at least a shear of shachas with Zeroi Lamaichel Behema. Here too, the Uber would have to be at least of a certain shear. What would that shear be? Kishahukar Uber. It would have to be enough that it's nickered. When you look at the woman, you know she's expecting a job. According to Rabbi Yosef, who said that it doesn't have to be shachas, even Agam would be enough, as long as she's pregnant, the be- the child is a little bit ba'olam because you need a, something apparently according to Belazim Yaakov. You need say according to Rabbi, say according to Rav Yosef. You needed something. The question was Adam or Shachas. The question is why? Why do you even need something? And I'll tell you that Rameir is one of the Tanom later in the Sugi that's going to hold other Makdadavas and it's Mavur and Rameir Shita. You wouldn't need anything. And that's an important point because even though there are. It's really, I was going to speak this out later. Many Tanam who hold other Makna Dava they don't all they don't all hold the same thing. You can have three people who hold other Makna Dava and they will all say halach is based on that, and it could be they won't even all agree with each other. There's different levels within the idea of other Makna Dava Clearly, according to Rebbe Yaakov, even though other Makna Dava you could be Mafish Truma for a Dava you could be Makadish and Isha, that's not Ba'olam, but Epizva, Staf Minhaben. So, in the case of Truma, the Tfu would have to either be Ka'agam or Keshachas. In the case of Kedushin, there would have to be an Uber, or maybe even, according to Rabba, it would have to be Nikir the Uber. Some had a different version of what the Machloik is, Rabba Rabbi Yosef was. Rabba Rabba said as follows. It's possible, Rabbi Yosef only said, that you could be Mafishrum on behalf of Tfur that didn't grow a Shlish yet, if it's at least of the share of Shachas, it's at least Royal Michael Behema. But more than that, it has to be Tfur that's in a Sode Habal. What does that mean? If you remember from the beginning of the Sachtas Moed Katan, it's in a field that only relies on rainwater. The point is, you don't have to do anything in order to get this tfua to grow its full shear. As a result, we're very confident that at some point it's going to grow to the shear that it needs to be. Avol, b'shachas, b'shachas, but let's say it's in a base hashlochin, it's in a field that relies on irrigation, it relies on some man-made intermediary in order to get the tfur to grow. Loy, there the halacha maybe would be that Rabbi Lezim Yaakov would not agree that you could be mafish shum in such a case because we're concerned that maybe you'll be lazy, maybe you're not going to do what you need to do. So if we know for sure it's going to happen, then we're comfortable. If you don't know for sure it's going to happen, then Rabbi Yosef Amar, I feel the In this version, Rabbi Yosef agrees to Rabbi. There Rabbi Lezim Yaakov only said this halacha, if it grew at least 
the shear of Shachas, where he argues is that even if it's in a Beis HaBal, it's not in a Beis HaShlochin, then in itself would be enough, says the Gemara, based on that. This price that we learned, it says, who said that if someone goes over to a man, whose wife is me'uberes, and says, I want to marry your daughter when the child is born, Tvaruf Kayam, and Kiman, who's that going according to? So it's going according to Rebbe and Yaakov, who holds other Maknadov, but you have to say, according to this Lishno, Kishahukur Uber Vidivri that according to everybody would have to be Nikkid the Uber. Why? Because in the second Lishno, Rab and Rav Yezef both agree that the only time Rabbi Yezef and Yaakov said his Allah regarding Truma is if it was at least Shacha. So the equivalent thereof in the case of an Uber would be, it has to be Nikkid the Uber. The Machlaik is Rabbi Rav Yezef in Tfua was Beis Ashloch and Beis Abal. There's no such context with regards to. A muberis, because the muberis is the equivalent of a base abal. The child is going to be born without anything needing to happen. At once the woman's pregnant, the child is going to be born. And it's for that reason, the Divri Akoil, everybody would agree with what Reb Chanina said. Omer Abaya, Reb Liezer ben Yaakov, the Rebbe, the Rab Meir, Kulu Svirlu, Odomach, the Dovish Leibolim. They're all the opinion that Odomach, the Dovish Leibolim. So although we know throughout Shas, ain't Odomach, the Dovish Leibolim, there's three great Tanon that help Odomach, the Dovish Leibolim. Says the Gemara, Reb Liezer ben Yaakov, who's Reb Liezer ben Yaakov? Where did he say his Allah? Odomach, that's what we just learned. Rebbe, where did Rebbe say Odomach, the Dovish Leibolim? The Tanya will enter the So it says in the Torah, it's a rather ambiguous Pasik. We discussed this Pasik at length, the Gemara did, and the Sechtis Gitin Perakashaleach, Daf Mem Heyom and Aleph, Ayin Sham, a lot of raid, different Pshatim, what exactly that Pasik means. Over here, the Gemara is quoting one Shita in terms of what the Pasha Pshat and the Alav is, and that is Shita's Rebbe. Rebbe, you know what it's talking about? Somebody bought an Evet Kanani from the Evet Kanani's master. He made up with the Evet Kanani at the time that he bought him that when I buy you, I'm going to be Meshachriyo. But he did more than that. He actually gave the Evet Kanani to get Shechra while he was an Evet Kanani and stipulated, listen, I can't be Meshachriyo now, I don't know you. But when I buy you, I want the shukha to be chalam afreya. The Torah says, Lysaskar Ebed al Adoinov. Rashi says, Azora le Bezdin Shalayaskiru le Bailov le Shtabidboy. Bezdin has to go along with this deal that this Loikeach made, meaning we have to make sure that this Evet Knani goes free. But how did this Loikeach structure his deal? Rebbe Yomer, Be Loikeach Evet, Almanas le Shachru le Yakosim, and Abhechi Domi, Amr Nachum, by Yitzchak, going to Kosovo, he told him, when I'm going to buy you, Hariat, Bechokonu, Lacha, Me'achshah. The Lemafreya, from now already, you should be Meshach. How does that work? How could I, Lemafreya, be Meshach you? back to a time that I didn't even own you. So you have to work out exactly what the this is. But one thing is clear. You're doing a Maise Shechur for someone that you don't even own. It's the Makna Dover Shaloi Bala Dige case. And still Rebbe holds it works. Thus, Rebbe's a second Tana, who's of the opinion of the Makna Dover Shaloi Bala Remeyer, who's Remey, the Tana will enter the right. So, our case, Harem, we just leave Achash Eskai, Achash Eskai, Achash Eshtachri, Achash Eshtachri, Achash Yamas Bail, Achash Yamas 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 Achash Y
Matam Amru Enem Mikudashes. You need Rashi for this. What does it mean? Matam Amru Enem Mikudashes. You just said Mikudashes. Yehuda Nasi says Mikudashes with the exception of two cases. If you go over to a married woman and you tell her Harei Mikudashes Li Laacha Shoyomus Bailech, or you go over to your sister. Your sister-in-law, and you tell her, "Harav Asli, After my wife, your sister dies, then I want to be married to you. So those two cases, Rabbi Danasi says, it actually won't work, and the reason is Mishum Eva, because there's a good chance that your wife will now not like her sister so much, or this woman that you want to marry, you're going to cause Eva, and it's for that reason that it doesn't work. But either way, you have over here Rameir Shita, where Rameir holds that. He argues with the halacha of the Mishnah. was also mentioned in this b'risa as agreeing with Shita's Rameir. Rameir said Mikudeshes. Rabbi Yechanan Asandler said Eina Mikudeshes. And Rabbi Yehuda Nasi said Mikudeshes. So why is it only Rameir? What about Rabbi Yehuda Nasi? What's the Gemara's Teretz? I knew Rebbe. I knew Yehuda Nasi. We mentioned Rebbe. Rebbe was Rebbe Yehuda Nasi, and Rebbe was already mentioned in this brayso. In fact, this is Rebbe Lishitasoi. That Rebbe is of the opinion that Adam Makne Dover Shaloi Baloi. The Freik the Gemara of Nachshav Nami Rebbe Yekiva. I have another Tanya in Shas that holds Adam Makne Dover Shaloi Baloi. And that is the Tanya of Rebbe Yekiva. Tanya went into the brayso. If a woman makes a neder and she says that any income that I earn should be ushered to you, my husband. Like a nether. So the Allah is in Tzarek The husband doesn't have to be made for. He has a right to be made for, but he doesn't have to. The reason he doesn't have to be made for is because the nether is not how anyways. Because her maise yodayim, her income is anyways meshubid to her husband. Thus, she can't make it usher to her husband. Rabbi Akiva Imer Yofer. Rabbi Akiva says, no. It's a good idea to be made for. Because she's not, he's not entitled to all her income. He's only entitled to a certain portion of her income. What if she makes a lot of money? More money than he's entitled to. With regards to the additional money, the nether will be chalvas. Don't say ain't sarich lahafer. I encourage you to be mefer because there is an element of this nether that may actually be chal. What's the kasha? How can you make a nether on income that I'm going to earn in the future? It's not ba'olam. Elamai Rabbi Kiva must hold adamakna davar shaloi ba'olam. So why wasn't he mentioned in our list? Allah says the Gemara Rafun of Rabbi Yeshua by Meris he catches Yodelay Seim v'yadayu isnu ba'olam. The case over there was not where she was making. The income usher, she was making her yodayim usher. She said, my hands should be usher to you, but is her koinam to the extent that it earns income, the koinam is being chal, not on the future earnings. It's being chal on the yodayim, the yodayim are ba'olam. Thus, Rabbi Kiva Shit is not a raya that he holds Either way, this is the sugya of We do what we do, but what's interesting from this sugya is that the Gemara said that although we know not everybody agrees with that. In fact, three gedoyle atanoim Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, Rabbi and Rameir were all of the opinion of Adam Maknadovish Loibaloyim. Tosis over here discusses that if Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov is one of the Tanam that holds Adam Maknadovish Loibaloyim, why is it so poshit that Taloch is in Adam Maknadovish Loibaloyim? We're all familiar with what the Gemara says, Mishnasoi Shorabi Eliezer ben Yaakov, Kav Vinaki. Kav meaning there's not a lot of halachas mentioned in Shas in the name of Rabbi Yezab and Yaakov, but wherever he said something, it's Naki. It was 
very pure. Halacha kemaisai. The halacha always follows with Lezab and Yaakov. It's a freight toysfis, and really all the Rishonim discuss it here and in other places in Shas. <laughs> that why is it so poshit that ain't other makna dovash loy beloilam? Once Rabbi Yezab and Yaakov holds other makna dovash loy beloilam, checkmate. Mishnasah Rabbi Yezab and Yaakov, Kavinaki. So just one obvious tushtal to this discussion is a rush in Mesechtis Erevin. We spoke this rush at once. It's in Perig Dalid Simon Beis. The rush over there was discussing a different halacha that Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov said, and he was questioning, he was being medayik from the sugya, that it seemed like the halacha is not like that, Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov. And he asked the same kasha. I thought, Mishnosesh Rabbi Yezim and Yaakov is Kavanaki. Says the rush, it could be this is a riot to something that I heard from Rabbeinu Hananel. Rabbeinu Hananel said that he had a Kabbalah, that the Gemara's Lashen is, Mishnah's Yaakov is Kav. Kav is Begematria 102. There are 102 Halachas that Rabbi Yezim Yaakov said in Shas, where Halacha Kemaisai, Vesulai, but not more than 102. And the Lashen Arash is, Veshemazois Eina Minaminyan Kufbeis. It could be this is not one of the 102. No, could be this is also not one of the 102. And at the very least, that would answer that question. But before we go right to just one piece of raid, and that is that we started the daf, that you don't say, when something is so the Gemara's kasha was, if someone's Makadash and Yisho, why is the Kedusha not chal? It's biyodoy for you to be Megayer. So the Gemara said, it's not biyodoy, because you need a Bezdin, and me, the who says you're going to be able to find a Bezdin? Then the Gemara asked another kasha, if someone is Makadash, his own Shifcho, Shachrirech, why is that Kedusha Nachal? It's beyond if it means to be Meshachar my Shifcha. And the Gemara said, it doesn't work. Because although Mechusar Maisa works when it's Biyadai, but this is not just Mechusar Maisa. In Mechusar Maisa Godol Mizeh, because Hosa Mechor Behema, Hashta Das Acheres. You can't be Mechadash Behema, Le'acher Shashacharech, when she's going to become a human. Being that the Shifcha is a behema. Therefore, it's not just mechuser meisah. It's mechuser meisah gadol. Over there, Rabbi Yochanan never said as halacha to make something mechuber talish. Yeah, but to make a behema to an adam, you're lacking way too much in this picture. In such a case, there's no way for us to make it work. Freik the Rajba Akasha. Why is it that a shivcha knanis is treated like a behema? The reason is very simple. It's based on Gemaris, where the Gemaris says, Am that a shivcha is treated like a chamar. The same shivcha that's treated like a chamar is true for any non-Jew, right? Or all non-Jews, l'chura, fall into that same category. It's unique to a shivcha. L'chura, all non-Jews are that way. So, Freik, the but why did the Gemara have to say that La'acher She'ezgayer is not considered B'yadai? Because Mishpak Sibu, because you need a Bezdin. Even if you wouldn't need a Bezdin, why can you say the same terrorists that the Gemara gave that Hosam Eikor Behemo Hashad Darasacheres? The first terrorist, the Rajba, says, maybe the Gemara could have said that. Inami says the Rajba, a very important Yisoy, that this that the Gemara always says, that a Shivcha and an Eved are treated like Behemoth, it's Dafka, a Shivcha, it's Dafka. But a regular non-Jew, that's not an Evet Nani, that's not a Shifchit Nanis, for that the Halacha is not going to be that way. And it sounds at first glance like a very big Kiddush, but the Rashba says, I believe I have a Gemara Mifuresh that supports what I'm saying, and it's Gemara Mesechtis, Yuvamis, Daf Samech Beis, Amen Aleph. Amen Rav, HaKol Moedim Be'eved, 
she'en loichayis. Everybody agrees that if an evan has a child, that child is not miyuchis. There's no yichus to that child back to his father. And the reason is because the chsiv, the pasuk says shvulochem poyim achamor amadoy melochamor. The context over there is in the parish of the akedah. So Avram goes with Eliezer and Avram. And with Yishmael and Yitzchak, they're all going to the Akedah. But once they got to a certain point, Avram draws the proverbial line in the sand. He tells Yishmael and Eliezer, you're going to stay here. Me and Yitzchak, we're going to go weiter. We're going to do what we need to do. Stay here with the Chamor. We're going to come back to you. They weren't allowed to go further. Where did they have to remain? Says Rashi in Who was Avram talking to? At first glance, it sounds like he was talking to Eliezer and to Yishmol. Rashi says, He was talking to Eliezer and Avram. And Eliezer was an Eved. And he told him, And it's from there that we learn, So it's only Eliezer and Avram that's But an ordinary non-Jew is not treated like Avram. That's the Rajbaz Yisoid, his Chiddush. He says it's very Meduik this Gemara. The Gemara didn't say this for of Hosami Korbe Mahashadasacheris. Because a regular non Jew is not a Behemo. This halach of Inlay Chayas doesn't apply. Where does it apply? Dafka by an Eved. Why? Because the Makarish Fulachem Poyamachamar and Avram was talking to Eliezer and Avram. And being that he was talking to Eliezer and Avram, it's only for an Eved that this halach is going to be true. It's not going to be true for an ordinary non Jew. This is a big tomb on the Rishayim. Inkam Makarim Laharech. But I'll just tell you one interesting thing. I saw the say from Begodim Chadosh and Parshas right here on this Pasuk, he brings from the Mekubalim, he has many, many sources in Sifrei Kabbalah that say that Hashem told Eliezer, you know the Chamar was? The Chamar was Yishmael. Avram was talking to Eliezer, and he was telling him, he was referring to Yishmael, and it's based on an idea that apparently is very rampant in Sifrei Kabbalah, that Yishmael, the son of Avram Avinu, came back many, many years later as a Gilgal. He was the Chamor of Rapinchas Ben Yoy. Thus, being that later he was going to be a, a Chamor, already here, Avram told him, Shvulachem Poyma Chamor. He brings it from the Chitab, many, many Svarim, where it's Mavur, this idea. Either way, Yishmael maybe is the Chamor, but I. First glance, you would think Avram was talking to Eliezer and Yishmael. He's telling both of them, they're both considered But in reality, that's not the way it is. That's one aura. A second aura, that is a murder of art that I saw from Yeshua Leib Diska. So we're all familiar with one of the Ten Commandments, which is Loisachmoid. So there's an Issa Loisachmoid. So in Parshas Yisroi, the Azorah of Loisachmoid is mentioned. One way, I don't have it in front of me. But in Parshish Veschan, it's mentioned a little differently. The Torah says, Velesachmoit Eshes Reyecho, Velesesava Beis Reyecho, Sodeu, Vaavde, Vamosa, Shoy, Vamoiroi, Vachoy, Vashel Reyecho. So it says in the Torah, really, two laven, Loisachmoit Eshes Reyecho, and then it says, Velesesava Beis Reyecho. So you do it, the Shita Sarambam, the Rambam is in Yad Chazaka, the Rambam is also in Sefer Mitzvahs, where the Rambam says they're two laven. It's not the same lav, it's really two laven. There's a lav of Loisachmoit. 
And there's a lav of loisisavet. What's the difference between the two lav? And it says the Ram as follows. Loisisavet means you shouldn't have a taifa. So if you see something that's not yours, that belongs to somebody else, you shouldn't want it. You shouldn't be jealous. Loisisavet is do not be jealous. What we interpret always as do not covet, that's loisisavet. That's not loisachmoid. What's loisachmoid? The Ram says loisachmoid is when you actually do something about it. When you go about trying to acquire that which is not yours. So if your friend has a field and you want it and you badger him, you drive him crazy until he finally sells it to you. When he sells it to you, you are overlay sachmet. If he didn't sell it to you, you are an overlay sachmet. It's Tafka when he sells it to you that you're overlay sachmet. That is the Ramam Shita, there's a Raivit, but the Ramam Shita is in Yad Chazaka. It's also in his Sefer Amitz. It's fake, Based on that, he doesn't understand what's Poshib Shat in Leisachmet Eshes Reyacha. How does Leisachmet Eshes Reyacha work? If Leisachmet means you have to go to the person that owns the thing that you want, drive him crazy until he gives it to you, sells it to you or gives it to you, doesn't matter, that's what Leisachmet is. It's not possible for a man to take his wife and give him to somebody else. So what does that mean then, Leisachmet Eshes Reyacha? It says, Atmaha, very... Dramatic lashonis here in Parshas Vescharan, where it doesn't make sense. So you tell me, maybe what it means is, don't drive the man crazy until he finally divorces his wife, so that you could be mekadesher. Rabbi Shul Leib said it's pashut. That's not leisachmoy. Because in halacha, if you would drive a person that owns a field crazy to the point that he'd be mafkir sadeo, and then you'd be koinim and a hefker, that's not leisachmoy because he was mafkir it. That really wasn't giving it to you. And when you were cutting him in a hefker, you were taking something that at that point you're allowed to take. So Frey, Rabbi Shuleib, how is it ever shayach to have leisach mit eshes reyechel? So Shuleib said, it could be, Pshad is based on a gemara, besechtes kedush, and dafsamach gimel amen alaf. We had a vira lacha, if somebody goes over to a married woman and says, hareyat mekudeshes li, or after your husband divorces you, at that point, I want the condition to be chal. So if you hold, you know, the so you didn't say anything. But if you hold, it's going to be chal. So what's going to happen at that point? If the man divorces his wife, she's automatically going to be negureshes to this person. That was Mekadosh. According to Rameyer, that holds Adam Makna Dovar, Shaloi Baloilam, if a person is Mekadosh and Esesh Ish, Hareb Mekadosh Asli, La'acha Ashi Yigar Sheikh Bailech, at that point, the second the Gerish and Eschal, she automatically becomes his husband. Maybe, said Rabbi Yeshua Leib, that's how it's possible to be over the Isser of Leisachmet Eshesh Reyacha. Another Ha'ar that he had based on a Gemara that we learned earlier in the week, and that is, if someone goes over to a woman and says, Hareb Mekadosh Asli, La'acha Lamed Yoyim, so the Gemara mentioned the Chiddush of Rabbi Yechonah. That Rabbi Yechonah says, Ravka Shavak. He left room for other people to be able to marry this woman. So if somebody else would be Mekadosh afterwards, La'achar Esrim Yom, La'achar Yomim, Rabbi Yechonah said, they're all going to be married. So Rabbi Yechonah, so Rabbi Shulim said, what would be in such a case? Where you have two men now married to the same woman based on this patent of Rabbi Yechonah, where it's perhaps going to be possible. And one of the husbands would divorce his wife. Automatically, that issues that that man had would flow to the other husband. So you want to know how it's possible to be over Leisachmoid. You have a marriage where two men are married to the same woman. One man is going to drive the other man crazy to the point where he's going to agree to divorce his chalik in this Isha. The second he divorces his chalik in the Isha, it automatically is acquired 
by the other husband. Therefore, essentially, he's selling it to him. He's giving it to him. That's how it'd be possible to have Either way, somebody goes up to him and says, So he wants to be Mekadosh a woman. One of the ways to be Mekadosh a woman is with Kesef. So he's not going to give her real money, but rather he tells her as follows. I'm going to, I understand you need a favor. And I know people in high places. I'll take care of it for you. But in consideration for that, I want you to marry me. Or, or he is an artisan of some sort. And he tells a woman, I'll do something for you. I'll do some work for you in exchange for you marrying me. So the law is, if he followed through with what he said he was going to do, it's very straightforward. The only time that this is true is if the man wasn't Mekadosh the issue with this cast. Meaning, he gave her money. However, he made it tonight. He said that, In such a case, the Kedushin is going to be Chal. But if he didn't give any Kesef Kedushin, and the whole Kesef Kedushin is the Hanot that she gets from him doing her a favor, or from him acting as a poil, in that case, the Kedushin will not be chal. Is that true? So a man gave a woman a ride. Or you can afterwards say, you know what, instead of paying me my fee, marry me. doesn't work. Why? Because being that she owes him the money, if he wants to marry her with money that she owes him, it's Mekadosh Benova 101, that Kedush is not going to work. But what if he makes this arrangement before he does her the favor, before he gives her this ride? He says, I'll take you on a ride. But on the condition that you marry me in exchange. Don't pay me, marry me. Then it does work. Because being that they stipulated it before the Chi of Mamen, came about, it's not going to be a Mekadosh Benova. So what do you see from here, Al Kopanim? You see that you could be Mekadosh and Isha, Bishar, Sharkiva Khalakamar, Sheshivik Bekarin, Oy Bisfina. So why is that different than our Mishnah where the person said, Almanasha Dabra Laikla Shultain or the S Imachapiles, the Masbhite, Mahokinabidi of Shavaputa, who said that the Brysa means what you think it means? Meaning maybe take the same Akimta that Rishlokish made in the Mishnah and make it in the Brysa. It's talking about where he gave a Shavapruta and Punkt he's doing it all tonight. In the price, you can't say that because he said it's very obvious that I know that she gets from Arkivach Al Hamar isn't of itself going to be the cast of Yushua. Oh, it's that I want you to be together with me. The woman actually went over to the man, says, If you spend some time with me, I'll have a lot of anah from that, and in exchange for that anah, I'll agree to marry you. Or schreik lefanai, make me laugh. lefanai, dance for me. I say kedimus shaman. So we estimate the value of that paula that the man is doing on behalf of this woman. If it's worth a pruta, megudeshes. Vim lav, ena megudeshes. So you see, again, you don't have to give cash gals in order to get married. You could do a paula that is worth money, and that in and of itself can constitute cast of kedushin. So why did Rish Lakish then say otherwise in our Mishnah? Maybe Rish Lakish will make the same exact Kimta in our Mishnah. It's clearly not that way. Because the Brisa said we have to estimate the value 
of the pu'ula. If the pu'ula is merely the t'nai, it's not the kesef kedushin. Then why does the pu'ula have to be worth a pruta? Zok to gemara tiufta derish lakish. It's such a good kasha. There's no way out. Tiufta derish. What was rish lakish thinking? Rish lakish didn't know all these prices. I'm chari rish lakish. I'll tell you what rish lakish was. Hi tana brosavar ena l'schiras ala b'zayif. The tana di don savar yeshna l'schiras mitchilavat zayif. He understands that the way he's learning the mishnah is contradicted by Mefurisha Brises, but he believed that this Shaila is really totally in an age-old question that Tanam argued in other areas of Shas, and that is, Yeshna L'schiris M'chidavat or Eina L'schiris Elo L'besoif. The Brises were of the opinion of the town of our Mishnah was of the opinion, so although the way he's learning the Mishnah is in fact not like the Bryce, it doesn't bother him. Because it's really totally in the big What's the Shiloh of The Shiloh is in Lumbus. When a person works for somebody else, you hire someone to do a job. The job is worth $1,000. So do we look at it in Lumbus that until the job is completed, I don't owe you anything. Once you complete the job, I owe you the entire $1,000. Or perhaps, as I do the job, incrementally, we start accruing a chayf. So if I do a dollar's worth of work, you owe me a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. At the end, you're going to owe me the entire $1,000. That said, Rishlakish would play itself out as a big nafkamina in this sugya. Because if nothing is chal until the very end, then you can be makadish and isha with the hano that I'm getting from a pu'ula, from a schiros. Because at the same moment that the money is chal, the chayv is chal, the same moment I owe you money, I decided to marry you. But if you hold and the money is accruing, we agree that after you finish dancing for me, at that point I'm going to agree to marry you. The problem is, is at that point, the hanah that I got had already accrued to the point where I owe it to you already. If I owe it to you already, it's a milva. Mekadosh be milva and a mekudashis. One last gemara. My duchke der eshlokish l'ufin masi sabi yashlos chiris v'chidavatzayv. So eshlokish was able to defend his position that even though his beer in the Mishnah is not like mefurish abrises, those brises hold ene l'schiris el b'sayv. The Mishnah holds yeshna l'schiris mitchilavatzayv. So good. I was mefarish the Mishnah like those tanot. But the gemara's kashes. Why did he do that? It's a very big doichik in the Mishnah. Wouldn't it make more sense to say that the Mishnah like all the braces that the Gemara quoted, and let's not make a big machlokes over here and all these different halachas and hilchas kedushin. Umay duchke the rish lakish, why the rish lakish force his pshat in the Mishnah? And it's talking about really get kesef kedushin, and this whole story is merely a tanai. Why didn't he learn pashat? My rava masisakashi say he had a diok in the lashon amishnah. My ear you the tani almenas nisni b'schad. The lashon amishnah was oimel lishar emekudash asli almenas. Almanas is the wrong words. That was the dead giveaway. Almanas is mashma. It's a tanai. If it's a tanai, where's the cast of kedushin? The tarot says he gave her a pruta. This was merely the tanai. Therefore, you don't have to shots up the value of it. It's a tanai.